Here we go, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday. It is the 22nd day of April 2021. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. Big J, have you acquainted yourself more to the baseball world? I'm trying to. How's it going? Uh, not bad. Still <laughs> pace running, man. Uh, did you and Adam have a conversation about it yesterday? No, no. I just saw him passing in the hallway pretty much. He's having the same problems you are having. Well, it's like, you know, I could choose a simpler method. I mean, we don't want to break down this whole thing for everybody. There's several different ways in which you can run the bases. Uh, I haven't chosen the most difficult one, but uh, at the same time, not the easiest one because I don't want to be that, you know, I want to, you know, play the game, you know? Well, if you're struggling... That's only yeah, one aspect but I mean, of the it's game. beyond just that. It's like I'm playing the uh, road to the show. Yes. And so, you know, uh, my guy got a couple hits. Here's the thing. I screw up at the base running and get called out right away. Like, I don't, the runners don't advance automatically when, you know, there's a fly, a ball. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, but that's a good thing. They're, they have to wait until... The- no, but uh, no, what I'm saying is I manually advance my guy to second base. Ah. And then uh, I'm like, okay, cool. And then I'm like, oh, no, I got to go back. And it's too late. (laughs) So it's a bleep show. The road show is the bleep show for me. Uh, So let me ask you this, because, you know, there was lots of talk and grandeur about us doing a whole bunch of things online because you could cross-platform play and we wanted to start an X-League. Do I need to spend seventy dollars on this, or do not I not right to now? Okay. Not right now, because a lot of that there's a lot of glitches right now with the crossover crossplay that okay. uh, Tyler and Adam have been messing around. Um, but it, and who knows? It might be because, um, and I don't have the next gen console, so I don't know how that's going to be a play either. Yeah. So yeah. Gotcha. Uh, we'll, we'll see. But either way, uh, wait. I, yeah, I was having fun last night. I played uh, a little bit, and, and pitching is a lot of fun. So I was having fun doing that. Good. Good. As long as you enjoy it. And like I said, it's not costing you any money, so you can mess right. around all you want. I mean, if we're going to do this, I want to do it, but I also have got, like, you know, i got a brand new system and a couple of games that I'm playing, So, and I know how to play the show, so there's also that angle. Yeah, we're talking about MLB The, the show, show 21. Yes. Uh, and we talked about doing, like, a bunch of stuff online with the X stuff, because uh, we're all gaming and gamers, and so that was something that we wanted to do. And I, I saw it yesterday in the store, and I'm like, do I drop $70 on this now, or do I wait? And the answer is I'm going to wait. Wait. I will. I'll wait till I get the green light. But I'm in. I just want to make sure that everybody's still enjoying it. Because Adam uh, didn't seem to like it either because of the base running issues. And I'm like, if you both hate it, then why am I going to drop yeah, 70 I don't hate off? it. I, I that's That to me is more uh, the fact that if it was like Madden, I would have all kinds of problems if I'd never played the game. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Of course. So, uh, you know, you got to learn. And it's been a really long time since I played an, an, an inclusive baseball game. I don't remember the last time. It was probably on a Nintendo, to so, be honest with you. Yeah. So it's out now. You can check it out if you want to play. It's free on Xbox Game Pass. But you got to pay money for it if you're a PlayStation person. Uh, and like I said, I'll buy it either way. I'm just not going to buy it second day it's on available if nobody else is enjoying it. Either way, today on the show, we're going to talk a little bit more about gaming with a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. We have a chance for you to qualify for our Aftershock Festival, a chance to win some corn tickets, a chance to win some Papa Murphy's. It's all on the show today, plus we play music, music like Nirvana. All Apologies is kicking off the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 4444. Chat with an attorney online 24 7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, good news for you if you're a Powerball player. Powerball will continue in Idaho for at least another year. Despite an attempt by lawmakers to end the game in August over fears of foreign participation, Jeff Anderson is the Idaho Lottery d- Director, and he told the House Committee on Wednesday that negotiations to add Australia in 2021 and Britain 2022 to Powerball had broken down and won't happen at least until next year, which means Powerball in Idaho will continue past what had been expected to be an August end date. If you are unfamiliar with the story, it, it, it truly is the definition of ridiculous as to why uh, Idaho wants to end the Powerball. So, no, 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 the legislature. That's what I mean. Uh, the, 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 well, they have the lawmakers have decided to end Powerball in Idaho. It's because uh, they don't like the fact that, and again, it's not the Idaho lottery. It's Powerball in general, which is a nationwide lottery, is talking about expanding it to other countries to up the jackpot and make it a bigger deal. And one of those countries is, also, is Australia. Now, Australia famously has got gun control, right, Big J? Yes. And Idaho lawmakers don't want 
Idaho money to go towards gun control. Now, not gun control in the United States, gun control in another country. And and it's not guaranteed that that's where that money is going to go, but they just don't like the fact that Australia yeah, has that, gun control. Quote, it might. Right. Not that it, it's going to. It, it, it might go. It's just so dumb. Like, I mean, it, it, any way you decide to pitch me the argument, I'm still calling you an idiot at the end of the argument if you think that this is a real thing. And so uh, that's why we're the the lawmakers are freaked out about it, and that's why they're like, "Fine, uh, we don't need the money that Ida, that Powerball generates for Idaho schools or any of that stuff. Uh, you can take all that and go home because it's going to Australia, which is insane and dumb." But yeah. uh, the good news They'll is they'll make up for it by giving education money. He- no, oh, no, 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 oh, no, they no, won't. They won't do that. They won't do that. Great. Uh, we 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 don't have any time for that. And so uh, we've got real issues with that, but it's going to hang around at least until next year, and then we'll see what happens. Maybe some people will come to their senses, but I'm going to, uh, if history is any, uh, you know, kind of indication, they will not. So we will see what ends up happening. At least if you are a Powerball player, you can play for the next year. And oh, by the way, uh, a huge public like support for Powerball. This is it, It's overwhelming how many people have contacted the Idaho Lottery saying, this is really stupid, by the way. And the Idaho Lottery slowly nods, but, you know, they have to like, play well, the game. Maybe you get another chance and these people come up for election. Exactly. Uh, Big J, uh, Julian Edelman just retired from the NFL. He's already got a gig. He wraps up his 12-year NFL career, and the former New England Patriot is going to join inside the NFL on Showtime as an analyst. The three-time Super Bowl champion and MVP will be joining host James Brown, Phil Simms, and Brandon Marshall. Uh, also be a part of the weekly contributors, which are Michael Irvin and Ray Lewis. So he is headed to television, Julian Edelman is, as uh, pretty much everybody who retires at this point in the NFL is doing in some way, shape, or form. Drew Brees has got a gig already on TV, and as does Julian Edelman. So it's a thing. Uh, lots of wrestling fans have wondered where Ronda Rousey has been over the last couple of weeks, and the answer is she's been busy producing a baby inside of her body. <coughs> She is pregnant with her and her husband, Travis Brown's first child. The former UFC star and current WWE wrestler made the official announcement on YouTube yesterday. And she's in her second trimester, so she's had the baby for a while, which explains why she has been out since January. That's when she found out she's pregnant. So she's four months along, and she's excited to be a mom. And, of course, she hasn't disclosed the sex of the baby, but she did reveal that it's due on September 22nd. So she is going to be away from the ring for a little while while she focuses on her family, and that's good. And congratulations to her and her husband. So that explains where she's been uh, in the wrestling side of things. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your first round of important stuff. Nerd Alert on 100.3 The X rocks. Yeah, and you might have more reasons to sign up for PlayStation Plus than just online multiplayer and bonus games, Nick. Uh, VGC has learned that Sony briefly posted a logo and a description for a PlayStation Plus video pass on its website. Now, while the company has since taken that down, it's promised access to Sony movies, including Bloodshot, Venom, and Zombieland Double Tap, just uh, as an example, as part of a trial service that would last for at least a year. Uh, the timing is right, at least. Sony recently said it would stop selling movies and TV shows through the PlayStation Store on August 31st, and a video pass could fill that gap, Nick. The company also had an extensive catalog of video material it can stream without having to license content from other studios, including Funimation and the recently acquired Crunchyroll and anime service. <laughs> nice. What's so funny? I've never heard of either of those two things. Oh, well, I mean, you're not big into the anime, right? No, 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 no. So, not at all. Uh, but that uh, that is something that is probably coming to PlayStation Plus. Do you do PlayStation Plus? Yes, of course. Uh, you know, I, I although I haven't uh, until recently dabbled in online play. I mean, I have, but I don't enjoy it very much. But um, I, I I use the PlayStation Plus and always have for their free games that they offer up every month. Yeah, see, and to me, this is uh, an edge over, you know, what Xbox does really well on their Xbox Game Pass, uh, throwing in video and movies and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you know, up the ante a little bit. So very, very cool. Uh, the Olympic, uh, the International Olympic Committee has announced the Olympic Virtual Series, Nick, a new Olympics event centered on video games. The series will feature five virtual sports, including multiple motorsports via Gran Turismo and baseball via Konomi's e-baseball powerful pro baseball 2020. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I don't know what that game is. 
Never heard of it before, uh, but uh, there might be some more of that here in this material. The Olympic Virtual Series will be made up of five international sporting federations, each of which will be supported by a gaming publisher from the world of baseball. The World Baseball Softball uh, Confederation is working with Konomi, and competitors will be playing eBaseball's powerful Pro Baseball 2020. Cycling will be represented by Union Cycle uh, or uh, Union uh, Cyclist International, which competitors will be playing Swift, a cycling MMO in which players use physical exercise bikes, Nick, to control their avatar. So uh, Everybody's on their Peloton. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. There's also competitive sailing, uh, and uh, that looks like it will be interesting. So they decided not to do your typical eSports stuff like League of Legends. They wanted it to be real-life sports that they're being emulated that makes in sense, the world. Yeah, absolutely. With the Olympics anyway. Exactly. And uh, in case you didn't know, the next next week, Nick, is the NFL Draft. Yes, sir. Thursday night kicks off round one. Well, of course, you can expect to see almost 24-hour coverage on TV with ESPN and NFL Network. If you're more inclined to take in the draft uh, in a different style, well, Los Angeles Chargers running back Austin Eckler has another option. Austin has started something called the Gridiron Gaming Group, and it, the, the group mission statement is this, to help pro athletes expand their brand into gaming and monetization their communities. With the growth of esports and live streaming platforms such as Twitch, there's an incredible opportunity for pro athletes to generate new revenue streams in the gaming industry. Gridiron Gaming Group helps set you up to incur, uh, to quickly engage with your existing fan base using the foundational aspects already in place in the industry. So what that means here for this at least draft is you can check out what some players of your favorite teams think of their newly drafted teammates, Nick. They plan on streaming via Twitch uh, on the day of the draft and we'll have commentary from a member of all 32 teams live that should be really entertaining but more than that the goal is to highlight each player commentators community involvement which is really cool thing that they're doing are they playing games as well or is this more like an interview no 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 well this normally they play games there on the gridiron but but this particular is going to just be uh you know basically uh, like a player version of uh, analysis. Yeah, team by team breakdown by <laughs> players on the. Yeah, and, and 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 so that could be you know I mean really kind of probably get some of these guys in trouble by their teams maybe. So there's always that to look forward to. But really, it's about community involvement too. So you know all the players usually have some sort of community outreach with their team, and they're going to get a chance to highlight that on the Twitch stream. Stream. They did a smaller version of this for the Super Bowl here, and they had you know 750,000 views, and that was. A really uh, kind of a great uh, beginning for Austin and his company. So we'll see where it goes. I think it'd be a fun way to watch the draft. All right. Well, uh, you have options. There's lots of different places you can go for the draft these days, but that is certainly one of them. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert, courtesy of Big J. Important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. The important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured because of another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You, my friend, deserve an advocate. Despite it being a rough year, one of the things that still is going strong in the United States of America is the world of craft breweries, Big J. Yeah, man. Not surprising to anybody who hangs their hat here in the Treasure Valley. We know that the craft breweries are very popular around these neck of the woods. And uh, it actually, uh, the, the opening of craft breweries was actually up in the year 2020, which is surprising. It gained 273 new small independent breweries across the United States in a year that was really hard for businesses to open and stay afloat. That puts the total number of craft breweries in the United States at 8,764, my friend. And so the Brewers Association of America decided to break down the state of craft brewing by state and per capita. And they found that if you had to guess, Big J, what state do you think has the most craft breweries just in total? Now, think about landmass. That's going to come right. into play I'm going to say Delaware? Uh, no, no. You're thinking per capita. Uh, this is more uh, craft breweries in general open, okay. and that Oregon? would be California. Oh, California. 958 craft breweries in California. But those are spread out. When you talk per capita, meaning how many craft breweries per population, Vermont has the most. Uh, they've got 15 craft breweries per 10,000 adults. But what's amazing is when you get down to the bottom of the list, Idaho is pretty much smack dab in the middle of them both. Uh, but if you get down to the bottom, if you had to guess what state had the la- least amount of craft breweries, I'm not going to have you guess, but it's it's Mississippi. 
But here's the amazing thing. Like, if you had to guess how many craft breweries Mississippi has, how many do you think it is? 70? 12. Oh. In the entire state, they have 12 craft breweries, which you have in, like, a block in downtown Boise right yeah. now, uh, which is crazy. But the reason why Mississippi's a little bit behind times is, well, number one, it's Mississippi. But number two, uh, it was only 2017 when the state government actually allowed craft breweries to sell their own beer on site. That was against the law for a very long time. So every once in a while, when you think Idaho's ass backwards, just know that we're, we're racing to the bottom with a couple of states there when it comes to laws and getting passed and antiquated things that aren't coming through. It was a very, you know, that goes back to the moonshine days, why you weren't allowed to sell product that you brew in your own backyard for Mississippi, and they didn't change until 2017. So that's why Mississippi doesn't have a lot. But if you're looking for the craft brew capital of the world, California, if you want the most, Vermont in a small amount of space. The Indy 500 is going to be held at the end of next month. They will allow 135,000 spectators to attend, which will be the largest fan attendance at a sporting event in the world since the pandemic began. Uh, more of a headline for me is the fact, can you grab 135,000 people that want to see the Indy 500 still? Apparently so. But it ain't me. Yeah. Uh, I have watched the Indy 500 since I was uh, in short pants. But... Uh, they have worked it out with the Marion County Public Health Department to determine that 40% of the venue capacity will be allowed for the uh, iconic race on May 30th. So there's that. They could hold a hell of a lot more, but they're only going to let 135000 in for the race coming up on the Memorial Day weekend. Congratulations. Sometimes fans can make things uh, happen and have people stand up and take notice. After months of campaigning, mostly online, LeVar Burton is going to get the chance to host Jeopardy! guest host style. It was confirmed yesterday that along with Burton, uh, George Stephanopoulos, Robin Roberts, David Faber, and Joe Buck will also be behind the podium for the final episodes of Season 37. They still haven't decided... Uh, what the permanent host situation would be. But I'm going to say something interesting. Why not continue this revolving door, right? It keeps Jeopardy! kind of in the news. It keeps it top of mind. It gets people involved in it in a several kind of different week and week in, week out kind of basis. I think yeah. it's probably smart for the game show, as long as people are still interested in doing it, to continue this guest host revolving door and I still also believe that it kind of, in, in its own way, pays tribute to the importance of Alex Trebek and how big of a role he played in that particular show. Yeah, and, and never replacing him. Right. And so I think as long as people are still interested in doing it and there's still some... I've got no problem with this revolving door kind of thing. I enjoy it, having a different kind of taste every week, but I, I watch the show all the time. Yeah, who are some other people we'd love to see up in there? Well, I mean, LeVar makes the most sense because of the reading sure. Rainbow Connection, but here, here's what I have enjoyed, is that they're not just limiting it to, like, news personalities. Right. They are running the gamut, which is really kind of cool. I mean, I would love to see Nicolas Cage. <laughs> you know? Yeah, really get up there in a moat. During, he may not, he may not, uh, you know, go fast enough for the clues. It is a timed thing, but either way, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers slowed it down a little bit. He did, but uh, but it was fun to watch, and uh, that was good, and they had some fun with it. And we'll see. I think Levar Burton's going to be great. I would also not be upset if they gave him the permanent hosting gig. Uh, that would not upset me at all. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. <laughs> Get to the top of the turkeys. From 100.3, the X rocks. The opportunity is now for you to qualify for our trip for 2-2 Aftershock in Sacramento, October 7th through the 10th. We got your lodging taken care of. We got you tickets to the Sold Out Festival. We got your airfare all taken care of. You just have to go there and enjoy four days worth of music. That kicks off with a Thursday show that features Parkway Drive and Limp Biscuit, And then Friday features Metallica closing things down. Saturday is the Mudvayne reunion. Sunday is another Metallica set completely different from the Friday one. And all sorts of other bands in between. It's a gigantic rock festival is what I'm trying to tell you. And you have an opportunity to go. All you have to do is pull out an impression for a celebrity, preferably. Uh, everybody's got one in their back pocket. We don't care if it's good or bad. We just want to kind of guess it, have a little bit of fun, and you can showcase some of your impression skills on this very program. 208-287-1003. If you would like to take part in Who Do You Do, I say good luck to you, and let's see if we can't get it right, Big J. We failed yesterday, but uh, failure's not an option today. Hello, The X. How's it going? Good, man. What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan. Uh, do not tell us who your impression is going to be. Just bust out an impression, and Big J and I are going to try to guess it. Go ahead. 
Damn it, Bobby. Put your gun rack on your bike. <laughs> That's going to be uh, Hank Hill. Is he right, yes, right? Sir. Good job. Yeah, the damn it, Bobby tends to uh, to give damn it away. It, Bobby. Uh, and Hank Hill is a popular one to Nick, do on Who Do You Nick Do? Nick does sure. a pretty good Hank Hill. Uh, I, not according to my son. He thinks I'm terrible at oh. it. But either way, I, I'm not here to outdo Ryan. That is for sure. No. This is your time to shine, my friend. Okay. And I will say to you, congratulations. You're officially qualified for some Aftershock fun. You hang on one second, Ryan. We'll get some information from you. And really, man, it's that easy. That's how it's supposed to go. And you know what? Everybody's got an impression in them somewhere. Yeah, I think so. Like, what would you be your go-to? Like, uh, if you say my best impression is fill in the blank. Well, I don't know if it's good, but it's just easy and the most fun is Arnold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Get to the chopper. There you go. Yeah, Big J does knock out Arnold pretty, pretty well. And so there's that. And sometimes it's there that. Rocky's not bad either. So uh, if you want to play 1230 Today with Jason Drew, 530 with Adam is when you can tune in for your own chance to qualify. We're going to keep doing this and give away that trip next month. So you got plenty of opportunities for your impressions to shine through. We have got We're Going to Hell next on the X Rocks. Jay on 100.3, the X Rocks. St. Petersburg, Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. And uh, rideshare apps can be incredibly convenient and really, really good. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Now, each one has its own issues, of course, and there's a lot of things that could go sideways with it. But for the most part, I think the idea behind them is a very good thing. But there's always an unknown factor involved with rideshare apps, especially if, like, you are sharing an actual ride with somebody else you haven't met. You don't know these people. You don't know who's picking you up. You don't know who's getting in your car. You know what I mean? Right. So there's a lot of, I mean, it's like the uh, the honor system is involved in a lot of these particular things. And and so uh, it's, it's kind of crazy when things like this happen, but uh, it does happen from time to time, unfortunately. As 55-year-old Michelle Stilwell is retired down in Florida... And much like a lot of people, Big J, uh, she spends most of her days in a bar. You understand? She likes to get drunk. Oh, man. And uh, to her credit, when she is finished getting drunk for the day, she calls an Uber to take her home. Responsibility, Big J. But sometimes that alcohol monster, oh boy, it really gets a hold of her. You know what I mean? And uh, It's a demon, maybe. And so she gets in, she calls an Uber, and her Uber driver picks her up. She gets back in the Toyota Corolla, backseat, and according to the driver, it takes about five minutes. Uh, There's not a lot of conversation because he can tell that Michelle's pretty hammered, right? So he's like, all right, I'm taking a drunk lady home. That's just the way this is going to go. I understand. I mean, yeah, it's three in the afternoon, but it'll teach their own, I suppose. And so he takes her home, or tries to, gets about five minutes into the drive, Big J, and then suddenly he feels hands around his neck. As Michelle has started to grab and strangle the Uber driver. Now, he can't ask why. He doesn't know what's going on. All he knows is Uber passenger is now trying to choke the life out of him, right? Right. And so he pulls over, obviously, fairly quickly so that he doesn't get into a car accident and keeps saying, hey, you're you're choking me. I can't breathe. And that's when Michelle jumps into the front seat from the back seat, Big J, and then just starts biting this guy and i mean i've seen pictures she's taking chunks out of his neck do you understand like i mean bite marks like taking flesh from his body uh that is when walkers passersby noticed the altercation and the driver screamed for help and's like hey this woman's attacking me i don't know why so witnesses try to pull off the 55 year old woman who then starts kicking and punching them Another witness tries to call 911. She knocks the phone out of his hands, all the while not saying anything, by the way, like some sort of weird Jason monster, you understand? Right. She's just hammered. She reeks of alcohol, and she is violent. And so uh, another person is finally able to call 911. Police show up on the scene. They were able to separate her and basically keep her stuck in the vehicle while while police showed up. They came. They arrested her. They saw this guy had to be treated for his wounds at a hospital because, you know, again, a couple of chunks were taken out of his neck. And she was taken into custody, uh, not after fighting police, of course, and getting charged with tampering with a witness for uh, messing around with them while they were trying to call 911. Uh, And when police asked her why she attacked the Uber driver, did he do anything to harm her or anything like that? Well, her side of the story, she just said she had too much to drink. Oh, admission. Apparently, alcohol played a severe factor in this particular story. 
She was taken to jail, released after posting a $15,000 bond, and back in the bar the next day, Big J, right back at her, buddy. So they can't really say why she did what she did, just that she, I guess, had too much to drink and then decided to take a couple bites out of her Uber driver. I mean, that's a weird reaction to alcohol as far as I'm concerned, but... People get crazy when they get a problem. Yeah, no, you're right. And uh, I guess it's a whole new, you know, meaning to the phrase Uber Eats, right? That's not how that's supposed to work. <laughs> You're not supposed to eat your Uber driver. Yeah. They're unless, suppo- <laughs> you know, unless you're that uh, Hannibal guy. Hannibal Lecter? You're that Hannibal guy. You're right, Big J. Sometimes when you're right, you're right. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Pop culture smackdown on the way. So is important stuff. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff coming your way courtesy of the advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, the advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or have yourself an honest-to-God conversation with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Big J, if you are older than the age of 40, check. Damn it. You have trouble going to sleep sometimes, (laughs) check. Uh, maybe, just maybe, what scientists have discovered is unlocking a key for you, and that would be listening to some music before going to bed. Yeah, Metallica! Wiley College researchers found that in older adults, those over 40 who listen to music experience significantly better sleep quality than those who did not listen to music. But also, older adults who listen to sedative music experience greater improvement in sleep quality than those who listen to more up-tempo music. So that means you might have to pick the slower Metallica songs, Big J. In addition, Mm -hmm. listening to music for longer than four weeks was especially effective at improving sleep quality. According to the study authors, they found if you spend about 20 minutes before bed listening to some music that's supposed to calm you down and that being the only thing that you do, like they suggest like actually being in bed, listening to some music, and then turning off that music, you will sleep like a baby, according to the sleep survey that they put together. Now, this said, they, they said the, the more sleep disturbances you have, like if you toss and turn or you're up a couple of times in the middle of the night, this is when they really see results with it. Uh, if you have like, you know, if you have a little bit of trouble going to sleep, but then you're fine, they say, well, you're going to get mixed results. But if you're kind of the person that tosses and turns or wakes up a couple times during the night, this is the stuff that may actually help you in your sleep issues. So, uh, listen, there's nothing worse than having really long sleep problems. You know what I mean? Sleep problems that have plagued you for a while. I imagine if that's the case, why not try anything that might work, right? Definitely. If playing, like, lullabies 20 minutes before bed will crash me out for a whole bunch of time, I'm all for it. Now, you'd have to be creative in how you do it, but it might be worth a shot. I'm not at the point now where I'm at desperation. You know what I mean? No, your best sleep comes after vaccination. That's right. I sleep like a baby after I get my second shot. It's wonderful. (laughs) Former wide receiver Julian Edelman, who just announced last week that he was retiring after 12 years of an NFL career, has already found his next gig. He will be on television on Showtime's Inside the NFL as an al- analysis. Uh, James Brown is your host. Uh, Phil Sims, Brandon Marshall are also the other permanent cast members alongside Julian Edelman now. Uh, Michael Irvin, Ray Lewis also pop up from time to time with contributors to it. So uh, the show is getting bigger and adding more talent to it, and that's where you'll be able to catch Julian Edelman. So if you're a Patriots fan, that's where you can tune in and check him out. Deadline reports that Netflix is near a deal for something called Shout It Out Loud, Big J. That is the Kiss biopic directed by Joachim Ranning. According to the outlet, the film will have close cooperation from band leaders Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons. The film will focus on the duo's friendship as kids and queens starting a kiss after enlisting Ace Frehley and Peter Chris, And then the bands rise to stardom. Any interest in the Kiss biopic, Big J? You can get it at kiss.com. I, I can <laughs> Or netflix.com. Well, yeah, but that's not the joke. It's not the Craig Gas joke. Uh, no, not really. Yeah, because you didn't watch The Dirt either, right? No. What a jerk, huh? Uh, it is a bit weird, but I mean, not not because uh, we, you're also a Kiss fan, kind of, right? I am. Well, you've seen them and, and been impressed sure. by their live show, haven't sure. you? Sure. But you don't really care about them as people, I suppose. No, so. I don't care about them at all uh, as people. But what about, what was your, oh, Machine Gun Kelly was why you didn't want to watch The Dirt, right? No, no, that had nothing to do. I didn't even know who he was when The Dirt came out. 
Oh, I thought that's why you, you said last time you had a sh movie with Machine Gun Kelly in it, you're like, you didn't like him as an actor, which is why you avoided the Molly Crew movie. No, that's not true. I don't like him as, in general, his look. Uh, but but why then why not The Dirt? I just never gotten around to watching it. There's no particular reason. I couldn't give you a reason why I haven't watched it. Okay. Apathy, probably. I suppose. I mean, listen, we've gone this far. I mean, I, I, I guess... I'm not sure if I would have sought it out. I saw the premiere. That was one of the reasons. It was, it was screening at a place that I was at, and so I watched the like the world premiere of The Dirt by Motley Crue. And so that was something. But it was a huge hit for Netflix. I mean, it was very popular for the streamer, and I'm guessing they're hoping for that kind of popularity with KISS. So if you're a KISS fan, get ready. Shout it out loud. Could be coming soon to the online streamer. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll hook you up with Monumental. That is the massive global live streaming concert event that Korn is going to be doing tomorrow afternoon. We'll get you a ticket. It's good for two weeks. Of course, if you can't make the live viewing of it, uh, that's okay. You just got to beat me in pop culture smackdown here this morning. You want in on this concert, then now would be the time to get on the phone, 208-287-1003. You must, of course, defeat Big J in the process in order to claim your prize. But if you can do so, you are going to check out something very, very cool tomorrow. And I don't think you'll be sorry about that. But let's see what happens. Hello, The X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. What's your name? Uh, Jared. All right, Jared, you're up first. Jared, this legendary talk show host retired from The Tonight Show back in 1992. Who was it? Uh, Jay Leno. Jay Leno? Wrong. No, Jay Leno uh, did The Tonight Show well into... The 2000s. Hello, The X. Hello. Hey, uh, this legendary talk show host retired from The Tonight Show back in 1992. Who is it? Johnny Carson. Right. Johnny Carson is correct. Yes. What's your name? Jesus. What's, yeah. what's your name? Austin. Austin. You're Here's taking on... Here's Austin. Big J. Big J, this not-so-legendary talk show host also starred in the 80s sitcom Who's the Boss? Who's the boss? Um, Tony Danza? Right. That is correct. Forgot he did a talk show. Back to you, Austin. Uh, this young lady uh, was probably most famous for being the lead singer for No Doubt, but now she has her own solo career and is also a judge on the reality show The Voice. It's your turn to answer, Austin. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, this young lady uh, is probably most famous for being the lead singer of No Doubt, but she has her own solo career now and is a judge on the reality show The Voice. Gwen Stefani. Right. Correct. Big J, this young man helped create Funny or Die with Will Ferrell and then directed him in movies like Anchorman, Step Brothers, and The Other Guys. Adam McKay. Right. Correct. Back to you, Austin. This legendary actor played the role of Mr. Sulu on the original Star Trek series. Big J does a good impression of him. Can you repeat it? Sure. This legendary actor played the role of Mr. Sulu on the original Star Trek series. Oh my. <laughs> what do you got? I'm not sure. Five. Sorry, Austin. Wrong. Good try, man. It was a good shot. You went on went a good hang, run. Went hang in there. Hello, the X. Yes. Hey, what, this what? legendary actor uh, played the original role of Mr. Sulu on the Star George Trek TV series. Takei. George Takei. Right. Is correct. Uh -huh. Big J, this actor took over for George Takei in the J.J. Abrams Star Trek universe as Mr. Sulu. Oh, uh... See, now I can't. Uh, Henry Cho? You're very close, but. Wrong. John Cho. John Cho. Right. John Cho is right. Also in Harold and Kumar. Yes. But uh, congratulations, man. You got what it takes to uh, check out Corn Tomorrow Monumental. The streaming event is coming to you. Hang on one second. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all set and good to go for that. That's your Pop Culture Smackdown. We'll do a run of headlines next on the X-Rock. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. If you need a car loan do-over, get online pre-approval at the I pre-check button at GoTeamMazda.com. You know the one you hear about on the X all the time? Check it out for yourself at GoTeamMazda.com. Headlines are as follows. Creepy but cool. Actually pretty smart. And get it on. Actually pretty smart. Never underestimate some fast food workers. A few employees of a Burger King in Montana recently figured out a way to keep a driver that they thought was acting really strangely from leaving their drive-thru until police could arrive and investigate. Incident happened near Missoula County on Saturday, and restaurant workers say they noticed the driver of the car was drinking from a bottle and it was acting, quote, really sloppy. After the customer ordered his food, staff asked the car to pull around and wait for the food to be prepared. They then called 911. An officer arrived who noticed signs of 38-year-old Joseph Brownwell was really intoxicated. He was found to have an Oprah container of alcohol in his vehicle. After doing a DUI investigation, he was three times over the limit, and he was arrested for driving under the influence of alcohol. So, smart thinking, I guess. And listen, if you're hammered enough, you'll probably wait 15 minutes for your food, right, as a driver? Yeah, you'll lose track of time. (laughs) So, uh, another reminder not to drink and drive, and good heads up by the people of Burger King. Keep other people safe on the road. And to keep their line moving. That's right. Got to keep those times under a minute. Yeah. You know how it works. It's a win-win. Creepy but cool or get it on? Get it on! Your clothing says a lot about you, according uh, to a lot of people, some of which you might not even guess. According to the University of Michigan, they found that dudes who wear large luxury product logos on their shirts, people think they're promiscuous, Big J, and they're less trustworthy and reliable. According to the study leader, who's also a psychologist, Daniel Kruger, he says, you know, rather than being a reliable and honest signal of future investment, displays of luxury goods, like if you have a gigantic, like, Nike swoosh on your shirt, or you're wearing, like, a Mercedes-Benz shirt, something like that, that's supposed to give forth the, I guess, idea of luxury, just makes you come off looking fake and like somebody that people don't want to be around. Does that make sense? Sure. Uh, Especially the bigger the logo is the worst that people think of you, if that makes sense. Meanwhile, men in the studies say they would be more likely to wear a shirt with a larger logo when in a situation where they were competing for social dominance, whatever that means. And so they, so basically what it's saying is dudes have it all wrong. <laughs> Does that make sense? They, they're saying they would wear the exact uh, thing they should not be wearing in a situation where they don't want to be seen as a jerk and a poser. They come off that way. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, it does, actually. So uh, keep in mind that it all, of course, they focused on, like, brand names, not necessarily, like, TV shows or anything like that. They're talking more about, like, you know, actual physical luxury brands. And I've always thought that weird. Like, I mean, you know, I mean, Nike stuff makes sense if you're an athlete because usually there's a sponsorship stuff attached to it. But if you're just a rando and you're walking around in a gigantic Nike sweatshirt, it's like, what's in it for you, bro? I get it, but okay. Wrap it up with creepy but cool. John Hinkle is 39 years old. He is a two-time NCAA bowling champion for Western Illinois University. And he paid tribute to his deceased father by bowling a perfect 300 game with a ball that contains some of his dad's ashes, Big J. Hinkle says his two-handed bowling technique means he's only allowed to use two finger holes in his ball. So he had the thumb hole on his ball filled up with some of his father's ashes following his passing last year. Hinkle said his brother uh, said that he was going to shoot a 300 with that ball. And sure enough, the prediction came through on April 12th when he rolled a perfect game in Landmark Lanes in Peoria using these special bowling balls. So history was made, Big J, and a tribute was made. Hey, better having the the ashes in there instead of his skull. (laughs) Right, like the bowler on Mystery Men? Uh, I like it. Available on Netflix now. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on a bunch of stuff. Morning After with Nick and Big J, and it is time that we talk about a really cool event that is happening this Saturday in Garden City that you're going to be a part of, Big J. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, it's a a celebration of life and just an an amazing tribute to Mike Troll, who was a a local musician here, a legend, if you will, and uh, he uh, passed away four or five months ago. Yeah. December 6th. So uh, we have uh, the, uh, his brothers here, the Troll Brothers, and really uh, part of a band called Question Authority. Uh, they created Rock the Mountain from their family get-togethers, so it's going to be quite the experience Saturday. Uh, Chris, you want to talk a little bit about uh, how this came to be? 
Um, well, you know, when, when Mike passed, we were unable to get a, have the large gathering that we kind of think he deserved. And so we had a small private funeral um, ceremony. And so then we knew that we had to give a tribute to him for all the friends and family that he has, the larger, larger group of friends and family that he has. And so we finally, as things started opening up a little bit, we found the opportunity to bring people together. And uh, Revolution has been really good to us and let us come in there. And um, the, we've kind of put together some of his old groups that he's played with. So there's going to be a kind of a reunion of bands and a re reunion of people. And we're just going to go celebrate Mike and, and you know, celebrate the, the times that we had with him and be, you know, thankful for the time we had with him. And, you know, we all wish we, he was still here with us but we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna tribute him the way he would want to be tributed yeah yeah it's pretty awesome and and from what what jay has explained to me obviously it, it's a night of music and celebration and all that kind of stuff but it's also more than that right it's more than just a a tribute concert if you will right it's really it's it's telling a story uh mike's life through through his music so it, it will be a pretty epic event i think yeah definitely yeah, you know, and it's uh, as I was talking with Chris the other day, I mean, you know, one thing that uh, was, was something that they both, you know, being around him all the time, uh, of course, it was just part of life. You know, he was your brother, but you didn't realize how many people he touched with, with the things that he did, with the way he lived his life. And um, that's the thing that's been really amazing for, for, I think, you guys is to see, you know, how many people he had touched. And that's one of the reasons why this... I think uh, Saturday night is so important is a chance for a lot of those people who, you know, you, you probably don't even know right. who, who yeah. touched to show up and be there and celebrate celebrate his life. So it's, it's a really amazing opportunity for people to do that. Yeah, and if people want to join you on Saturday night, what's the best way they can go about doing that? Um, the, uh, the, event, the, the event's going to start at 7 o'clock, but the doors will open at 6 o'clock. Um, we tell people, you know, get down there early. They, you know, they're going to be doing the typical COVID screening. So I don't know how how fast the line's going to move through. We have no idea how many people are coming down. It's it's there's no cover charge. So, um, you know, we so we aren't selling tickets. So there's really no way to gauge what that crowd's going to be like. So we just try to tell people get down there early and yeah. and uh, you know come celebrate his life with us. You don't want to miss any of it. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, I've I've said it like, uh, of course, you'll, you'll have plenty of question authority uh, tunes uh, and some some other surprises along the way. But you know, not necessarily just hey, let's go to a, a rock show, but you know, a celebration of life and and also you know I, the way I frame it, like if you ever went to Rock the Mountain, if you ever right. uh, went to a, a local show where you know bands like Frantic and Question Authority played, this is probably an event that you want to go to. Absolutely, yeah, you absolutely. Won't want to miss it. No. Yeah. yeah. And tell us a little bit about the origins of Rock the Mountain. It's been such a staple for the yeah. local Treasure Valley community, music-wise, for the last couple of. I mean, it seems like forever, and it's something that you guys just kind of kicked around and started going. What's yeah, that like? It's. I mean, it's it's funny because the first portable stage we had, Mike, Mike tore down my parents' beat-up camper <laughs> and turned it into a stage and said, well, you know, well, let's take this up to the hills. And, you know, at first people are going, you're crazy. What are you talking about? So load a generator on, load the equipment up, go up in the hills and play. And then other people, you know, we do it again. And other people want to come join us. And then it became Rock the Mountain. And yeah, I think at the peak, we, you know, we had 42 bands play yeah, one year. Nuts. And so it, it got it got really big. And, you know, it was Mike's it was Mike's party. It was, you know, he loved the outdoors. He loved music. He loved his friends and family. And he just figured out a way to go, how can I put all this together? And, and it became Rock the Mountain. And, I, you know, I think there's a lot of people that their first gig was Rock the Mountain because we weren't, you know, we, we weren't snobby about it. If you want to play, we'll put you on the stage and play. You might be playing at 3 in the afternoon for for the four people that came with you, but right. at least you got a chance to get up there and, and play. And so it kicks off some some uh, musical careers for people and stuff. So um, it's just a really cool thing. And, and that's all Mike. You know, he was his, it was his brainchild, and he said, let's go do it. And he kind of grabbed everybody else by the, you know, hooked us in and said, let's go, and we're going to go do this. And and next thing we know, we're, we're throwing a pretty major event. 
Yeah. It was a lot of fun. One of my favorite Big J stories is from <laughs> Oh, yeah. Thrown up all over myself. <laughs> he introduced bands with vomit all over his shirt. <laughs> That's the only way to do it at Rock yeah. the Mountain. Uh, yeah. So, uh, you guys, it's going to be uh, uh, it's going to be an emotional evening, I know, for you. And, and it's going to be uh, tough for me, too, uh, at the same time, being up there and, and being able to emcee this and kind of be the narrator for the story. But it's going to be a lot of fun at the same time and, and get a chance to see a bunch of old friends and... Uh, celebrate Mike's life, and that's what it's all about. Yeah, and it, it, listen, like they said, it's absolutely free. You don't need a ticket to get in. If you're looking for an event to to join some fans and be a part of the local community, again, enjoy some music and actually celebrate somebody that was a big part of that here in the Treasure Valley. It's a great opportunity to do that Saturday. 7 o'clock it all starts? 7 o'clock it starts. Doors open at 6. I hope it's a fantastic night for you guys, and uh, much love to you and your family and all that you had to go through, and, and hopefully Saturday's a big brouhaha. That's the way it's supposed to be, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. It'll be great. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank, Thank you. you for coming in. Go check out uh, thing Saturday at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. Thanks, guys. Thank, Thank you. Bad impressions. So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. And we're going to hook you up with a Boise family meal deal from Papa Murphy's, a large pepperoni pizza, some cheese bread. We'll get you some uh, two-liter bottle of uh, soda. Also, a, uh, a package of cookie dough that you can make some delicious cookies for dessert. All you got to do is figure out bad impressions today, Nick. Might be a difficult one. We'll see. Ooh, you might have to earn this food. Should definitely be a household name, but probably isn't. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like a challenge today with bad impressions, according to Big J. He's got three clues. They all point to this famous person that Big J wants to be. If you can figure out who that is in three clues or less, then look at you, man, grabbing some food on us. It's the least we can do. Let's see if we can't get ourselves a contestant. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Gerald. All right, Gerald, you're up first. My stardom really kicked off with the role of Denny Duquette for three seasons on Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) Um, How about the second clue? I played the comedian in Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie. Will Ferrell? Nope, nope. He's not really a comedian. It was kind of a joke, really. I've been holding court on The Walking Dead as bat-carrying Negan. I don't know, man. Nothing, Gerald? Told you it'd be tough. Nothing. Nothing. Is this, didn't you like do him like a couple weeks ago? No. I no, so. it's been a while. Hello, The X. been a while. Oh. Hey, yep. man, did you hear the clues or do you need him again? I need him again. Uh, my stardom really kicked off with the role of Danny Duquette for three seasons on Grey's Anatomy. Next one. I played the comedian in Zack Snyder's Watchmen movie. He's so good in that movie. Oh, jeez. I have his name, too. Ah, I do as well. I've been holding court on The Walking Dead as bat-carrying Negan. Very handsome. He is a good-looking guy, right? Yeah. Nothing? Nothing. Sorry. It's all right, man. It happens. Big J said it was going to be tough. He wasn't lying. Hello, the X. Hello, this is Corey. Corey, do you know the answer, please? I do. It's Jeffrey Dean Morgan. There you go, man. Well done. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with that Papa Murphy's coming your way for some dinner or lunch, however you want to handle it. And why is Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the news? Today is uh, JDM's birthday. Happy birthday, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. How old do you think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is? Well, he's a silver fox, so I'm going to put him in, like, 53. You're close, man. He's 55 years old. Happy birthday, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, Yeah, he's fantastic as the comedian in Watchmen. It's perfect casting as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I watched uh, maybe a little bit uh, over a season of him as Negan was Walking Dead. That was fine. That show going downhill is not his fault. And, of course, he's also Thomas Wayne, Big J. In uh, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. He's Bruce Wayne's father. Don't forget yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And uh, he's uh, really all he got on his list of things to do here is the integrity of Joseph Chambers, which is in post production here for 2021. I believe he's, you know, raising his kid right now and living the life. Well, yeah, I mean, he's got The Walking Dead keeping him busy, too. That, oh, that, it's not course. over now? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh. They're still filming. I think they got one more season left to go. Oh, and whoops, he's still spoiler on. alert. So uh, he's still around. Hanging around with some Walking Dead action, too. Happy birthday, sir. Yeah, we need to get that guy in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. That'd be nice. Well, I mean, uh, Losers, another great movie he's oh, in. Oh, big time. That, that, uh, and then Chris Evans. Yes, exactly. So check that out if you haven't. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Pop Evil Breathe Again is how we're wrapping up the old Morning After with Nick and Big J here on this Thursday. Hey, hey. Thanks for hanging out with us, man. Yeah. We appreciate it. Got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Got somebody else qualified for the Aftershock Festival this morning with a Hank Hill impression for Who Do You Do? That was fun. Had a chance to talk to the Troll Brothers about a really cool event that is happening uh, this weekend, Saturday to be specific, at the Revolution Concert House and Event Center. Celebration of life for Mike Troll. So you can check that out. It's free of charge. You don't even have to pay to get in. It's just a really cool event that features some great local music and celebrates the life of somebody that played a pretty important role in that whole scene. So it'll be cool to do that. It's all narrated by Big J and hosted by Big J. So it should be a good night of good music and good people on Saturday for sure. So a pretty productive Thursday. We even educated at least three people about Jeffrey Dean Morgan. So that feels yeah. pretty good too. We're Hell doing yeah. God's work over here. We're uh, not done. No, we're not. Big J, uh, what, uh, that leaves you with the floor, sir. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know if you've ever considered this, Nick, because I know that a couple things. You like beer. I do. Uh, and it gets hot in the summer. It does. You want refreshment. Have you ever considered uh, a, a, a freezer beer pop? I don't even know what that is. Well, you take natural light, of course, uh-huh. uh, and you create an adult uh, freezer pop out of it. Like you used to do with Kool-Aid pops back yeah. in the day? You would put them in like an ice cube tray yeah. and stick like toothpicks in them? Yeah. No, I would never Natty consider Natty Light's that. frozen ice uh, icicles are coming, Nick. No. <laughs> the popsicles are uh, a continuation of Natterday's line of flavored beer in two sugary flavors, pineapple lemonade and strawberry lemonade. They have an 8% alcohol content. <laughs> I tell you what, you catch me on a good day, and those Natter Days are not bad tasting, I'll tell you that, but I will say that I don't have an interest in beer popsicles, though. Well, time to live, man. Experiment. I, I, well, I mean, is it an experiment? You know exactly what you're getting, just frozen yeah. beer. Yeah. Didn't you want to get frozenly drunk? No, no. I, I, that seems like it would be delayed. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you don't nearly get as much as you would with one well, mouthful of beer. Up. You have two popsicles in your mouth at the same time? No, I mean, you, while you're drinking you your beer, and then, then that popsicle. I see, yeah. I mean, this, I see this is a great thing for 4th you know of what, July. You know what you could do, which does make sense, is almost use those as, like, ice cubes in your beer. You know what I mean? As it's warm outside, you just stick it in your beer, and that cools, it keeps it Genius. cool. And then melts the actual popsicle in your beverage cup for the summer. Perfect for camping. Yeah, you got to get them there frozen, though, still. That's the catch. Make sure you get a Yeti cooler. Those things are uh, ice solid and perfect for that kind of stuff that's going to do it for us tomorrow on the show we have another chance for you to check out that corn concert that will be happening tomorrow so last chance style plus big j will have a life lesson for you next set of x-rock brought to you by team mazda if you need yourself a car loan do-over get online pre-approval with the i pre-check button at goteamazda.com you know you want to hear about on the x all the time check it out for yourself at goteamazda.com see you tomorrow jason drew's up next have a good one it's the x-rock